0: year than uh yeah. me and my cousin who was like my brother we'd get up at you know well he'd always come in and wake me up yeah. at like six or seven we just yeah. you know open presents
1: do you always get a vikings helmet
0: no <laughs> you ever get no, a vikings no helmet v- no vikings helmet no football stuff Not really i didn't really my dad never pushed me to play football though so it never really was a big deal but i what i used to really enjoy was uh watching football with my grandma she loved you know watching. she did the, yeah so she so one time she must have
1: that's Watch. how you got into football through your grandma. Yeah,
0: we'd always uh, so when uh, you know my dad was transitioning from the NFL and while he was still playing, the Reds or well when they used to be called the Redskins, they used to always have an inter squad scrimmage against Pittsburgh, even mm-hmm. way back then, right? right? And that would be on TV. So we would, I remember being there in the you know during training camp in mm-hmm. summer, and she'd be talking about all yeah. oh, this player needs you know do this that. Yeah. And one time she watched me on tape, and it was like oh, I don't must have been like she saw my highlight tape from sophomore freshman mm-hmm. year in high school she told me called me up and said you know when you go you know toward whatever sideline you need to switch the ball to that you yeah. know outside hand so you don't fumble <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. funny yeah so that's funny that was about it then uh when i switched the defense and i'd play a good game she'd always call me up and said, i see you out there roughhousing a little bit so, so that, your that dad like, never even pushed you in that direction no, or encouraged no, you in that direction no, i uh how i got started i always wanted to play football i watched it all the time Damn. and um Well, my friends said there was tryouts at this uh, or where you go up to kind of, you know, sign up. Mm -hmm. So he got me a sign-up sheet and forged my dad's name, and I rode my bike there and did the whole weigh-in and everything. He took my equipment home, and then I waited like a week because, you know, you do it and then just a couple weeks to tell him. And then that's how I got started. And then his only rule was be a good teammate and try as hard as you can. And, of course, they put me at running back. Um, So my dad always was there and supportive. um you know all the parents would be there so he he'd always just Man. sit in his car in the Man. end zone right so uh one time he got mad I spiked the ball and I hit and hit his car <laughs> he's like boy you best not to mess up my car it's going to be your butt but never was over no. overbearing or anything like that when
1: you when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame how old were you then probably to the
0: Vikings Hall, the Hall of Fame yeah uh I just retired I just it. So that was two thousand seven eight. So I was thirty one, thirty two. Oh, that cool. was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it was good. For, good for him. That's awesome.
1: Uh, I don't know if you watched it over the weekend, but Tiger Woods uh, played with his son again this year in the PNC. They don't call it the Father Son Challenge, yeah, but it's, it's basically like that. Yeah, because yeah, you can have your daughter, and that yeah. uh, you can have just any relative in it. But they finished second. Yeah. Uh, in fact, could have won it. They. Reeled off 11 straight birdies and shot a 57. John Daly and his son John yeah, ended was, up winning yeah, by two. A, and he's
0: a John Daly Jr. or the second. He's a, yeah. he a full ride scholarship player yeah. at Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, he's, and a, he's, a, he's a really good player. He,
1: he bombs it way past his
0: dad. Yeah. And his uh, dad can still bomb it, too.
1: Yeah, they were really good. It was, it was, I was rooting for Tiger, obviously, because I'm a big Tiger guy. And it would have been cool to see a 12-year-old right. and Tiger. I mean, and they have the same mannerisms. They sure. do the same thing. I mean, obviously, Tiger, you know, has watched – evidently, has obviously watched some Tiger video uh, because he has all the mannerisms down. But it was just – it was fun for me as a Tiger fan thinking – this guy, we may never see him play. I mean, after that accident, you were thinking, I don't know if I'll ever see him right. even tee it up again. And this is, you know, not a big competition of it. I mean, it's if he was going to play, it would be in something like this? Sure. Uh, that's yeah, more right a, now, yeah. I yeah. think it's – look, but I think mean, I, he's,
0: he's lucky to survive the accident, yeah. let alone uh, play golf, as you know, recreational, yeah. right? And now he's out there playing in a somewhat – competitive event I'm, I'm sure the first day or two or the first day is kind of like all right let's just knock it around a yeah. little bit you get a chance to win and it, you don't lose that type of uh competitive juices he's gonna try He was. i mean obviously they're trying to win but yeah. it's. i mean look i like i want a few people or i enjoy watching golf you know um and so it's always better when you know tiger rory and those guys are playing and you know tigers yeah. grown the game because oh. growing up you know, golf was always thought of as like the hoity-toity, country, rich, club. Yeah, yeah. country club guy, yeah. and he's kind of made it cool along with the other guys as well.
1: Yeah, well, he's the he's, in my opinion, the greatest of all time. Jack Nicklaus is right there, but I I just didn't know if I'd even see him play competitively ever again. And then he did. He finished the second. It makes you think, eh, maybe he could take yeah, the next everyone,
0: step. I mean, he, I think when I where I read, he said, you know, it's going to be he's going have to be uh, picky and choosy, you know, when he can play, you know, obviously prepare for it and probably takes a long time for him to recover from it. But he was almost in that mode anyways, because I think they had a stat one time I was watching the golf channel. Anytime that like, it was like below like 60 degrees, he played horrible. Anytime above like 68, he always finished in the top 10. So I think that's going to, that's going to be a a lot for him too. So I'm sure. You know he's probably not going to be wanting to. I know he wouldn't want to play like. I know they don't play a regular PJ Tour event there, but I'm sure he doesn't want to walk like Omaha Country Club. <laughs> oh man, you know what I mean. I I have mean I'm sure. That. I'm sure he's going to be picking and choosing the venue right. and the time of year and all that stuff. And,
1: yeah, it's he, he compared it to what Ben Hogan went through with his car crash. Sure, and would and came back and played selected events. He would yeah. go see the course, hang out there but not play multiple tour events back to back to back. Yeah, like three weeks in a row. And,
0: and, you know, that's, I mean, look, he's played a ton of golf and be picky and choosy and, you know, you just got to appreciate when he's playing. Uh,
1: I wanted to ask you about this because it it made some headlines when Kenny Pickett decided to back out of the Peach Bowl. Uh, He, of course, is the Heisman. Well, he went to New York. He was one of of the guys that went to New York, Uh, but had a great year, 4,300 yards, 43 TDs. Uh, And now he's getting ready for the NFL draft and backing out of a big-name bowl. This isn't one of those minor bowls. This is kind of a big deal. But also, Michigan uh, State running back Kenneth Walker is saying he's not going to play either. Uh, It's becoming more and more common that these games, which we've said for a while, are meaningless, if they're not the college football playoff, are really becoming meaningless for the players.
0: Well, to those guys, I mean, a running back. You know, look, you look at the Tampa game last night. Yeah. You know, he's out for the season with an yeah. ACL one hit. Yep. And the way with the targeting rules, there's going to be guys. Lunder for yeah. Right. Um, uh, so then, but then for the quarterback is a little bit different, you know, because they're, they're protected. You know, they're kind of always in a bubble. Damn. So that's a little surprising, and I'm sure he's trying to get ready for the draft. But really, to be honest with you, if I'm a quarterback – what are you going to do? You know, like how are you going to really improve it? Like he had a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. He has a ton of tape that, you know, and I, and it really is going to come down to him interviewing in his pro day and the pro day is already scripted. And, you know, it's not like he's going to, he's worried to go about going run like a four, four forty. Now it's and, great if he does, and, but ultimately he's a pocket passer and, and that can run as well. Uh, but he's not Lamar Jackson. So, that's a little surprising, but, it, you know, look, these guys have a chance to, you know, hit the lotto one time, so you got to respect that. But, you know what, ultimately, if you're somebody else that's going to get a chance to play in that game, it's a phenomenal opportunity. So um, I respect their decision because they've earned the right to Ten. make that decision. I'd like to think if they're in this college football playoff or maybe playing – well, these are big bowl games, but if they're in the college football playoffs, I'm sure that you don't see any of those guys. They're playing for all the marbles. Ten. So, um, I wonder he, if that day ever happens
1: though, at, the, at some point where a guy backs out of the college football playoff, because it's going to 12 probably. So it's yeah. not just four teams. It's going to be 12 teams. I remember when Jadavion Clowney backed out of a bowl game that was rather meaningless. Yeah. He took so much crap and he was one of the first ones.
0: He was number one do, pick. Yeah. yeah. He
1: was the number one pick. Uh, and now it's a guy like Kenny Pickett who'll be a top 10 pick or a guy like Kenny Walker, Kenneth Walker, probably a top 10, top 15 pick.
0: Yeah. he should be. Um, um Pickett is a little different because he's maybe trying to be – there's not a – I mean, I think they have Willis from Liberty and Mm. him. So that's his direct competition. So he's going to probably try to find a way how to separate himself. So he's trying to maybe forecast where – what teams need him, where he could go. I'd be very surprised if a quarterback goes number one like it usually does every year. He's not a number one guy. He's not. Um, You'd be reaching. Right, but he probably wants to go – top 12 versus lower 12, right. and maybe he thinks another month or you know two ahead of it um, can help him.
1: And he's a 23-year-old dude, uh, of course. It's one of the things that Mark Whipple has sold, I'm sure, on the recruiting trail. Hey, look what I did for Kenny Pickett. Uh, Kenny Pickett, I can do that for you. Oh, yeah, and he's coached,
0: he's coached in the Super Bowl. He's coached at the professional level. You know, the good thing about it, he can kind of tell you, tell these kids what – I mean, he knows firsthand what yeah. they look, look for. I mean, yeah. he's been in those meetings. You just don't coach – NFL players you're in the meetings you're in the draft meetings you know what you look for you know what it takes to be an NFL quarterback and it's helped can you pick it it can help on the recruiting trail um you know obviously they're out there you know I guess in the transfer war- yeah. looking at, I don't even know the transfer portal is like almost like a vortex it's almost yeah. like a it's like a video game you know what I mean like yeah. like you're playing like Madden and there's all these free agents so you know it's uh you know they're still trying to do it I, I mean um they're he's a guy that you can sell to you know transfer portal guys or future recruits um he's done it at all different levels he's been a head coach he's been an offensive coordinator quarterback coach so you know it's a good position to be in and there's plenty of quarterbacks out there that can play so i think a lot of times this is the thing about um i've noticed about when people
1: ever wonder what separates cloud innovators find out Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report. Closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud Deloitte.
0: are thinking or talking about whether it's coaching changes or in this case, you know, just as important as the offensive coordinator is hmm. what quarterback that you're possibly going to be looking for. What everybody wants, especially around here, is like, oh, well, we have to get a name so we can pay them a whole bunch of money. You want the best coach for the situation that has experience to make the team better. Yeah. It's no different with quarterback. Playing the position of quarterback is a lost art. That's the reason why Tom Brady's still playing and probably one of the top two or three quarterbacks. Yeah. Same Aaron Rodgers will be into doing yeah. the same thing if he chooses to. And I'm willing to bet Brett Favre could probably come off of his tractor down in Mississippi and still be a top 15 quarterback. Right. Um, and that's why you see a lot of guys continue to play longer because playing the position of quarterback – isn't a height weight speed thing. It's more of a mindset thing and a mental thing. And it's uh it's 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 kind of glossed over. Yeah. But when you have a coach that has experience as Whipple, um he can bring that out of you. And I think you saw yeah. that with Pickett.
1: That, and, and I want to ask you about that marrying concepts, because I'm sure that's happened to you at some point during your playing career that you lose a defensive coach or a defensive coordinator and another guy comes in Uh, And he likes some of the concepts that were effective that you were using. So some of the terminology stays the same. Maybe some of it's different. And that's, I'm guessing what Nebraska will go through a little bit, even though Mark Whipple says he wants to keep a lot of the same terminology, he's going to bring some of the stuff. Oh, I'm uh,
0: sure. I mean, that's what they're, I'm sure that's what they're paying them for. Um, you know, coaches, you know, come and go all the time. Um, so it's just part of the business, you know, yeah. it's part of the way college football is it's part of the business just like players yeah. going to transfer port all the time. So you know, I think the biggest thing is meshing, you know, whatever he their vision or his vision is if he the offensive coordinator or whatever, you know, whoever is mm-hmm. the the guy putting it together, marrying it to the talent pool that we have mm-hmm. and getting the best out of everybody. That's all that matters. And you just got to get guys that are going to go out there and execute it and and do you know the biggest thing everybody's like oh nebraska needs to learn how to win that, that's a that's like a fictitious like statement what you need to do or we we need to do is do the routine things so much that it's just second nature um, and then that's where you'll see consistency down the stretch but,
1: but it takes discipline to do the routine things every, yeah that is the discipline yeah. that is yeah. the discipline yeah. doing
0: it when actually everybody can play hard and be disciplined when it's easy right when it's mm. You know, like, say, like the Northwestern yeah. game, right? You know, mm-hmm. I can I can hear the snap count a little bit better. Yeah. I can yeah. finish blocks, mm-hmm. right? Because you're rolling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to you got to be disciplined and do the routine things when you don't feel like doing it. And the yeah. majority of the time when you play sports, I mean, you heard Tanya Taki talk, talk about it. Her shins, right? Yeah. It's no different than shoulders and neck of a football player. You know how many times that she went and trained and busted her tail yeah. when I'm sure her feet were hurting, mm-hmm. ankles, shins, knees? And you and you got to put in a good hour or two, mm-hmm. however it is. You got to do that all the time. And you got to do it with the with the mindset that you're not only doing it for yourself, but then you're doing it for the team first.
1: I would like to see a quarterback at Nebraska that when they leave Nebraska and set 16 school records like Adrian Martinez did or Tommy Armstrong did before him or Taylor Martinez did before him, that he's not still the biggest villain in the state. I and mean, it feels like Nebraska T- – Tommy Armstrong's not a villain. Is he? <sighs> Just asked, Tom, I think he 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 mentioned it on Twitter the other day. Or, or he was quoted as he worked out with Richard Torres, who's a, a commit for the University of Nebraska. Tommy Armstrong, dude. yeah. And he goes, he just mentioned that Nebraska fans can be different in um, the intensity. I think he felt the intensity of playing quarterback at Nebraska. Hey,
0: and, dude. <laughs> hey, not, if 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 this is too much for you, don't think about playing in the league. Do not play – I'm telling you right now, do not even think about yeah. it. Yeah. I was getting my oil changed once. Right. And a dude in Buffalo dressed me down. Really? I mean, what did he say? A, about a third down tackle against Sean Alexander. Now, mind you, I think I – I know I hit double digits, yeah. right? I think I thought I played yeah. pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. But he asked me how I missed a tackle on third and six.
1: <laughs> While you were getting your oil, oil changed. Oil change. yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, it was like, what the hell were you thinking? You're a better player than that. Oh my goodness! but I'm fine with it though yeah. you know what i mean i mean it's, you gotta welcome the pressure because you can't you can't run away from the pressure or i guess or the negative press or what the mm-hmm. you know exposure can be, but then on the same term or on the same side that you're in on you're the first one everybody talks about in this case, you'd be the guy that's going to get all the n i l right but then why where where's your self where's your where's your like self inventory right right or is, is some of the stuff that they're saying possibly true? Am I working hard enough? Am I truly invested? If right. somebody would question you, right? Let me ask you this: somebody would question you as a four-year starter and and do you say own sixteen records? Yep. Adrian and then, Martinez. Well, I'm just saying as you, and then you're yeah. in a transfer portal three days after. Do you do you think is it right for somebody to question whether you're truly invested for the whole season?
1: I yeah. I, I he did take a lot of criticism. At Nebraska from the fan base. I mean, I know, but to- I'm
0: asking you this, though. There's, I'm saying if you started four years yeah. and owned pretty much every record yeah. and then three days after the year, the season's over, you're in the transfer portal. Would it be right for somebody to ask you if you were truly invested during that said last season?
1: I don't I, I think that's a good question to ask, Jay, but I would also ask what happened in that exit meeting. Uh, where he was – because he didn't announce the day after the, the Iowa loss that he was in the transfer portal.
0: I think It he, was like three days after. I, it was a little longer than that. Okay, four. But Okay, well, a week. Okay. okay. But you've been somewhere for four years. Okay, right. Okay. You,
1: I get it, but I, I have a feeling that he asked the question, are you recruiting another quarterback? Are you going into the portal to get my replacement, or is this my job? And he might not have liked his answer when he asked that question.
0: I th- sure. Sure. But yeah. but ultimately could you say that is your but could you really realistically uh, Kenny Pickett could ask that job yeah. ask that right uh, Yeah How many games he won this year 10 11 to 2 I think okay. he won 11 to 2 And yeah. what's his stats Oh no, he went to 4300 yards uh,
1: 43 TDs or 23 300 Yeah it was 4300 yards
0: I mean you could really ask that question but then I would on the flip side I would say this right Here's what mm-hmm. I would say if I'm the, here's what I would here's what I would be thinking yeah. as a player Like okay. I would ask because yeah. I want to know Yeah you know, I got my shoulder operated. Mm-hmm. I just want right. to see. I just, I'm the type of, I like to see the, lay, you could tell me whatever you want, mm-hmm. but just tell me the truth and I'll deal with it, right? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, right, all the stuff that people were, it's not all on Adrian, right? No. You know, because everybody, anybody that knows football, it's not all on Adrian, no. right? So it's- ultimately I would, I would say, okay, well, you're going to get some better pieces around me so mm-hmm. I can actually play to the sure. expectations that both of we That's ha- have. That's fair. Okay, fine. Yeah. And you say yes. Mm-hmm. You're going to get competition at quarterback? Mm-hmm. Okay, I might not like it. I understand. Mm-hmm. I gave you essentially my um, body. I um, understand it. Um, but it is a business. Yeah, I'm going to be – might be a little pissed or hurt um, when you're telling me. But I would sit back and think like, okay, unless like Justin Fields or Joe Burrow comes in here, nobody's taking my job. Yeah. Um, they they can't beat me on experience as long as I come back healthy. Um, they can't be beat, beat me from leadership, right, as far um, as like – Leading the team, Mm -hmm. regardless of who the coach is, right? Right. And if it comes all down to it, who do you think they're going to need – you know, the nod's going to go to. You would have to outplay me during the season, and then I would have to play horrible. I I was one of those that wanted to see Adrian come back, and I
1: wonder how that conversation, that exit interview went. But you're right, if you're confident in your skills – Bring it on! I, mean, I don't care if it is Justin Fields. I'm going to beat the guy out. I mean, it would have
0: to be Justin Fields, where you're like, you know what, There's dudes. Yeah, it'd yeah. be like, if it, like, like you, you know, or uh, Michael Parsons came in at linebacker, yeah. and all right, dude, yeah, 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 okay, that's next level. I, I,
1: I do think we would have seen if Adrian would have stayed. I still think they go get a guy like Keaton Slovich, which are you know, sp- there's speculation out there that they would get the USC transfer. So you have two it would it would be interesting because you have two different quarterbacks and two different quarterback styles. It would almost be like let's put a pro style guy in there and a, a dual threat guy in there and see who wins out. See who yeah, wins you the day. Yeah, you could
0: do that or you just I mean, I think Adrian could throw the ball. I, oh, I, mean, I do too. Yeah, so I don't I think again, that would even actually give him a yeah. more of an advantage. Yeah. I'm sure he's a more of a runner. Yeah. He's faster than um, this whoever this guy is. Yeah. I'm rooting
1: for him. I hope he does well at Kansas State. Uh, I think a lot of Husker fans feel this way when it comes to Adrian Martinez. It's it's time for Scott Frost to show what he can do without him. And maybe Adrian's chance to but show dude, what he can sure. do without
0: him. And and look, you gotta respect his decision. He, he he's done more positive. I think I would have just I probably would have yeah. thought long term versus yeah. then last year next year.
1: You were wondering uh, what the transfer portal sounds like. We we had this yeah, thought in he, our head. This is what it sounds like, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's about right. Yeah. Welcome to the transfer portal. Yeah, you just get in there and uh, it's almost like you're just uh, lost in space somehow.
0: You right. know what You know what it might sound like? You know like how in Star Wars they say we're going into what, light speed or right, whatever? Right, right. That's, that's it. What, that's, that's, what, that's what it looks right. like when you put your name in there.
1: And then the door opens. It's like an elevator door and you just walk around the hallway. There's Oregon. There's USC. There's Nebraska, Oklahoma. Which door are you going to go through? Yeah. And then uh, you're automatically there and you don't have to sign any papers. You're just there. That's just uh, my vision of the transfer portal. Uh, let's get the break and come back with more. It's Old School. He's Jay Foreman. I'm Tom Stevens sitting in for DP today. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com.